Weepa team is proud to bring you Weepa Waves, the sound waves of your career. And the F words, the taboo stops here. Let's tackle the tough issues together. Hi, my name is Lindsay Rainwater. I am the founder and CEO of the Women in Fitness Association. We believe that storytelling has a magical way of connecting us all. We give a voice to tough topics and break down any fear of being alone. Weefa Waves is the podcast devoted to the sound waves of your career, giving voice to our global community. Please also enjoy our newest addition to our podcast family, F-Words. We highlight the taboo topics and feature words like fertility, finance, facelift, and fillers. We're going to break down any tough issues that we might face together. Enjoy today's episode of Weefa Waves and F-Words. On today's episode of Wefa Waves, one of my truly favorite individuals that I've met over the years with Wefa, Micah is here with us today. I feel like she needs a walk-up song, but because I don't have one ready, I'm going to read a little bit of her bio. Um, Micah was born in Germany, and she started her career in fitness with FIBO, which are, if you're not familiar with FIBO, Google them. They are a really big deal. Um, the world's leading trade show for fitness, wellness, and health after graduating from college with her bachelor's degree in business administration. While she worked at Figo, she gained a ton of experience in conference management, education program, industry relations, et cetera. And that's where I met her is through that coordination. Um, Micah spent two and a half years in the U.S. launching FIBO overseas, which was so cool, Micah, to get to work with you while you lived in the U.S. Now I still get to work with her and she lives in Germany again. Um, To current day, WIFA um, is so proud to partner with Micah as the German ambassador for the Women in Fitness Association. She is the co-creator of the WIFA LEAD program, which has become one of the fondly loved staples of the WIFA experience. And her goal is to grow the global community by establishing a WIFA network in Europe. Micah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for the intro, Lindsay. Oh my God, it's so weird to hear all this stuff about yourself. (laughs) But thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited and I really appreciate being here on this um, just awesome podcast. Well, it it is podcastic. Uh, since I, I spoiled it a little bit about your story and how you got engaged with WIFA, but tell our audience, uh, what is your WIFA backstory? How did you get here? Okay, are you ready for this? Because it's going to be a long story. <laughs> because I, I really have to admit, and it sounds, it might sound a, li- a little weird, but my personal WIFA story really, really means a lot to me. Because it really shows my personal and my professional development over the past couple of years. And I really mean it. Um, I think I was able to grow a lot. And I truly believe that I wouldn't be where I am right now without my involvement with WIFA. And, you know, all the ladies, including you, uh, Lindsay and Jennifer, everybody that I got to meet and, you know, what these ladies taught me 
and how they empowered me and supported me. I'm I'm pretty sure that this was really the driving force behind um, my career. And I'm I'm really yeah just proud of what I did, and I'm so thankful and really appreciate everything that these ladies and these this network did for me. But yeah, that was there was a lot. Um, but let's start in the at the beginning. Um, I heard about WIFA in 2018 when I was working for FIBO USA, as uh, Lindsay already mentioned. And I was introduced to Lindsay and Morgan because WIFA um, wanted to host their first fiercely female event during FIBO. And that was really awesome um, because I haven't heard about WIFA, obviously, um, because I was just in the US for, I think, two months at the time. So really a newbie to the um, American industry. Obviously, I, I gained some, some experience in the German industry. But yeah, it was um, really exciting. And um, I think we did a really great job to, to put on the first fierce, uh, um, fiercely female event during FIBO. Um, I remember that all the feedback that I received was just, you know, through the banks, awesome and very positive and everybody was so inspired and just left without, you know, a big smile on their face. Um, since I was running the show, um, I wasn't able to attend myself, but I just remember all the, the, the smiling faces when uh, the people worked out of this, um, out of this event. And yeah, uh, you know, time passed. And then obviously I wanted to learn more about WIFA. And then a couple months later, there was um, a WIFA reception at URSA. And one of my friends, um, Mia B. Smith, that I, uh, you know, knew for a couple of years already due to my um, engagement with FIBO in Germany, she was like, you need to come. You need to really, yeah, meet all these ladies. And I was like, yeah, actually, you're right. But I don't know. I still feel I'm so young. And, you know, these ladies are also, I don't know, experienced already. And I, I wasn't sure if it was my place. And she was like, no, no, no wait a minute, you're a woman, you're in fitness, you belong, and you need to come with us. It's like, okay, I will come. And, you know, once I entered the room, I was just flashed. You know, everybody was so welcoming. Everybody was so open and everybody shared their story. They invited me. And I remember we, we took so many photos. Everybody, you know, introduced each other. And it was just phenomenal. And I was, yeah, immediately hooked, signed up, obviously. And um, yeah, then I think the most important thing that happened on my, my WIFA journey was that I was paired up with, with Jen. And um, that was through the peer mentorship program. Um, I really wanted to get, you know, the most out of my, my WIFA membership. So I basically did everything that I could, including the peer mentorship program. And um, yeah, it was, was just awesome. We you know, immediately connected. We had an awesome time. We basically, um, yeah, I think we we were on the phone every week or every other week and just, you know, had so many topics to talk about, about our personal life, our professional life, and just, yeah, had a lot of things to talk about. But um, we both were at the point in our lives where we really didn't know what, what comes next. So we used our, you know, weekly calls to really talk about personal development and self-development, something I hadn't done before at all. Um, so yeah, we started to, to set goals for each other and we really yeah, held each other accountable. So all the things that I achieved in this 
I think it was 2019, 2020, was just amazing. I, I did my personal trainer certification. I ran a half marathon. I really stepped out of my comfort zone and asked you, Lindsay, I know that you probably remember this, and Emma Berry, if I if I could um, do like a little short, only five minute, you know, presentation about my my WIFA story at the time at the American Health and Fitness Forum. So that was my first public speaking engagement. And you were like, yeah, lady, you're going to rock this. Of course you can do it. And I was like, okay, so now I'm going to basically represent WIFA on stage in front of so many people. And um, I did it. And that was basically through Jen's empowerment and Jen's support and you know, I, I just need need people to to support me. And that's what WIFA does. And I think that's that's awesome because they do it so, to so many women. And um, yeah, that's really what I love. And then, um, yeah, we even took it further. And when <laughs> someday Jen was like, hey, you know what? And I, what do you mean? What, what What's up? Yeah, I talked to Emma Berry and Mo Hagen because I feel like what we're doing is great, but I think we could even do some some deeper work on our self-development okay cool it's like do you know your purpose like i don't know no not really um she's like yeah me either so (laughs) big question really big question as we found out later it took us quite a while to find out our purpose and our why but yeah that's when we started to really dive into the topic of purpose the white work and who we really are and what we want to accomplish in in the future. And um, yeah, it was an amazing time and um, we learned so much about ourselves and each other. And it was just awesome to have a partner, really like an accountability partner to um, also share your thoughts with. And um, yeah, just having that partner that you that you feel accountable to actually do the work because I feel like so many people want to do something like this and they have the books, they have everything they need, they have the resources, but they never actually get to the stage where they do the, the hard work and where they really, um, you know, go through the process. And that's something that we did because we had each other. And um, when we were done, we just felt like it was an awesome experience and something that, other women should experience as well so we reached out to Lindsay again and to Morgan and we pitched our idea idea about a um, lead program a basically 13-week self-development program where you really dive very deep into yourself and as we did find your purpose find your why and you do all of this with a community and with a partner and um, yeah, you know how it works. Uh, Lindsay usually supports um, anything and everything if it makes sense and if there is a purpose behind it and if it fits the WIFA vision and mission. So um, yeah, she she gave us the approval and um, Jen and I created this awesome program that we are both very, very proud of. And um, now the WIFA lead program is live. I think we have two or three groups going through it already and it's it, it's awesome and um yeah building building from that I just felt like I really want to get even more involved with WIFA and, and spread the words even you know globally because I went back to Germany in 2020 and I became a WIFA ambassador 
for Germany. And now I'm really spreading the word here, trying to build the WIFA community here in Germany. And um, yeah, I'm just really trying to to make the experiences um, available for everybody, especially here in Germany now. And I think there's so many women that women that have um, awesome skills and they are just not supported enough. They don't feel like they have a platform and they, they don't get the exposure that, that they would need to get started and to be seen in the industry. And that's what WIFA does. And now I really want to, I mean, I'm not where I want to be yet. Um, and there are so many things that I still want to achieve, but I feel like WIFA really gave me, you know, the kickstart um, for my career and my personal development. And now I really want to give back and give other people the opportunity to experience the same. And yeah, that, that was, that was a lot, but that's my WIFA story. And I, I just, yeah, I love it and I live it. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, you have a huge WIFA story because because you've become so so involved. And I think, I mean, growing growing WIFA really globally and making a a, a, a claim uh, to to growing the the membership in the European market. I mean, I'm so excited that we're in the position to do that. And I'm so excited that you're leading the charge to do that. So the next question, like that we talked about your present, now we're going to talk about your past. And um, I, what I want you to do is I want you to focus on like one, we've gone through the storytelling process, you and I, like quite a bit. Yep. <laughs> and I know one of the, I know one of the stories that, that you have, have mentioned in your past about being one of your most formative stories. Um, and, and I, and I believe it's going to be one of the, one of the ones that we're going to talk about now, but I'd like you to just focus in on, on that story and, and talk about how it has made you who you are today the youngest story. Okay. I knew that you would ask about that. And I still have the teddy bear that you gave me um, after I told you about that story, by the way. But yeah, um, my, I feel like, I think that's the really earliest childhood memory that I have is that, you know, I had this one teddy bear. His name is Teddy. And I was maybe three or four years old. And, um, you know, I always took that teddy bear um, to bed with me. Um, it was just very important to me to have that teddy bear, but it wasn't about me. It was about me caring about the teddy bear and being with that teddy bear. And um, it was one weekend when my mom, my sister and I, we went to to my grandparents and apparently I forgot to take the teddy bear because I didn't carry it around during the day. It was always just at night. And then I realized at night when I wanted to go to bed that I had forgotten the teddy bear. And you can't imagine what a big deal that was for me. I cried and I was just so, I felt like I, I did a mistake, you know, I didn't, didn't care about that teddy bear, which wasn't the case, but I felt like I completely, yeah, missed something. And so what I had to do is I had to call my dad who was at home and I had to make sure and he had to assure me and send me a photo of him taking care of the teddy bear because I just didn't want the teddy bear to be alone. And that is just a story that is so, so present in my memories. And I think that is something that really 
still plays a big role in my life. I just want everybody to be taken care of, you know, and um, that's what I still do. And it's really important to me that everybody has somebody. And um, I think that's that's the biggest, biggest story that, yeah, formed myself and who I am right now. Micah, I love you. Like, I always have loved you, but that's such a touching story, and it speaks directly to your ethos as a human being. So thanks for sharing that with our audience, and I I have a feeling that that totally informed a lot of your early career development and your potentially your first job. So tell our audience a little bit, what was your first job? And maybe your favorite moment from that environment. Yeah. Or funny 100%. moment. We're also good for We're funny, funny moments. We That's are good true. for funny. <laughs> Feeling you know, a little sentimental was... at the moment. <laughs> I think that's okay. That's good. <laughs> You're all emotional people. Um, my first job actually was when I was, I think, 16. Um, and I was a waitress in an Italian ice cream and coffee shop. So lots of ice cream for me basically every day. I loved it. But, um, you know, being a waitress and being, um, yeah, in, in, ser- in the service industry and, you know, serving people um, definitely taught me a lot about what the service industry is actually about because yeah of course the ice cream has to be delicious and the coffee has to be perfect but you know it's really more about the connection that you need to build with your clients and with your customers and um, making feel people comfortable and you know it's about the emotions and being there for for your customer and um, funny enough there was like a nursing home um, across the street and that's why we had lots of regulars and obviously also elderly and there was this old woman she she didn't have a husband anymore and you know I was her social contact every day she came and ate her um, ice cream and had her coffee and she just told me basically everything about her life and you know what she experienced and it was just an awesome moment every single single day to spend a couple minutes with that lady and you know knowing that I I changed her life or at, at least the day at that moment because she had somebody to talk to and I really cared and yeah listened to her and we had a lot of fun as well and um, yeah I think um, that's something that really you know yeah taught me a lot of things about um, about how to really care about people especially in in the working environment. Excellent. So that, that story never made your, your stories list. That's funny. So a little bit about the the lead program, when you do your why work, uh, you have to, you have to come up with like, you have to take all of your, all of the stories that essentially define who you are that really like encapsulate you in a nutshell over the span of your life to date. And, Mm -hmm. um, and, ultimately you have to make a decision on the top seven. So that, that didn't make the top seven for sure, but that's an amazing story. And it, and it echoes the rest, to be honest. Yeah, so I guess it's a um, huge part of me. <laughs> let's talk. Yeah. Let, let's talk about your, your career highlights to date. So 
let because we want to we want to definitely go go deep and wild in the rapid fire questions. Can you focus on like one career highlight for us, like your 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 mecca moment, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Um, I think really one of my yeah most touching moments was when one of my coworkers um, that I have known from you know many years at the point. Um, he told me, Micah, you are FIBO USA. And I was like, well, yeah, I am. But I also was FIBO Germany. And he's like, no, you were a part of FIBO Germany, but you are FIBO USA. And, you know, that really made me think. And I was, I was really touched by that sentence because it was really me, you know, leaving my home and leaving everything I knew for that company that I I love, I love the company, I love FIBO. I love everything that, you know, we do with FIBO and what we do for the industry. And I, I left that to to build FIBO USA. And I was the one that people knew, people trusted. And, you know, I put a lot of work and effort and yeah, a lot of nerves into this project. And um, I became became the face of it, even though I wasn't, you know, the director that was my boss obviously but people knew me and people appreciated me and when when my coworker said this to me i was i was really touched and i i just knew that you know that everything i put into it was yeah was seen and that that meant a lot to me i co-signed that i experienced that from you and i was you are my face of fibo usa as well so i completely concur and i you know, especially so from let's talk a little bit about current day with Magic Line and what you're doing in Germany. And you've spent time working in the fitness industry in the US and Germany. And now you're you have a worldwide distribution channel. So unpack a little bit for us the experience of how did you prepare to have your role as a WIFA global ambassador? Do you, it, it kind of seems like it all fits together as well. Definitely, definitely. You know, um, I just love building something, something new. I mean, obviously, Feeble and Magic Line are big brands in their respective markets, in their in their home home markets. Um, but I I love to take something that is already existent, but I I completely change it and I you know, completely make it fit to the new markets. Because as you said, you know, distributing something globally is really hard because every country, every market is so different. You have a different culture, you have different languages, you have different people, and you really need to need to adjust to all the different um, yeah, variables. And you need to make sure that the product fits and you need to really talk to people. You need to find out what their respective needs are in, in the countries and um, also really focus again on the people, you know, you, you need to make a connection with those people. You need to also give a lot of yourself. That's something that I really learned. It's, it's obviously about the brand and the product, but what I think one of my strengths really is, is building relationships reaching out to people and really, you know, inspire them and um, yeah, make them believe that what I want to achieve and what I I'm selling them, that is what I truly 
love what I'm invested in and what I believe in. And um, I'm not telling a story. I'm, I'm giving everyone that I talk to a piece of myself. And that is what people really yeah. appreciate. And um, I think that's, again, my biggest strength. And um, it's, it's, a, it's about your personality. It's about what you give and that you're true to yourself and that everything you do and that you work for aligns with your why, with your vision and your mission. And that's why I work for WIFA. I work for Magic Line. I used to work for FIBA because I'm really, yeah, I know that I like the vision and the why behind those companies. And I could never, ever work for any association or company that I, I don't trust and that I don't feel I'm aligned with. Talk to us about Magic Line. I want to hear more about your global <laughs> role there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Magic Line is a gym management software. So, you know, basically we can support a gym owner and gym manager with every process that um, he or she has to go through with her, her clients. Um, so if there is a potential member, you obviously need to do lead acquisition. So we provide, um, you know, every gym member, uh, every gym owner with a free landing page. And we basically take the client through the entire customer journey with our software. So we have, again, lead generation. We have member management, including class bookings, all the financial um, segments of um of um, of member management and financials and um we do the dunning process for them and um yeah it's really just you know providing support for the gym owner through the entire um customer customer journey and um yeah it's it's I a germany based company huh? i love customer journeys you're speaking my language i know <laughs> I know you do. Uh, yeah, and it's it's a Germany-based company. We're the market leader here in Germany, and um, we're already launched in in a couple of European countries. And now, um, yeah, I'm in charge of the global distribution, meaning the English-speaking countries, which is really exciting. And obviously, I'm targeting the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. first, since those fitness markets are so huge and important. So you're, you're a busy big deal and we're about to move to rapid fire questions. So when you're, when you're not busy uh, supporting your, the, the companies that you're totally passionate about, what's your, what's your favorite indulgent downtime activity? Um, I love to work out with you and Suze uh, because you guys need to know that every Tuesday, Thursday and Sunday morning, Jennifer, Susan, and I, we do our kettlebell workouts via Zoom, and I just totally love it. I'm addicted, and it's, it's amazing. And my body is transforming. I'm, I'm having muscles. I've never, ever known that they actually exist. <laughs> like, Micah's arms are ridiculous. Like, she looks like, a, a, like on the way to Rambo. It's great. You're just going to have to get her in the tank top record a couple of these and send them my way does it work when you're pregnant can you get ripped arms while pregnant does that work we can try Lindsay. we can always try try we can try we can try micah i want to know what is your favorite song right now 
My favorite song. Um, I don't have a favorite song, but I know the song that I hate right now, and that's <laughs> It's Friday Again, because we are listening to it every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, and it's playing on the radio all the time. And I just, I don't know, I have a like a love-hate affair with this song. Okay. okay. So if you don't have a favorite song, what song is guaranteed to get you on the dance floor? Uh, probably something from Britney Spears or the Backstreet Boys. I'm a big and huge 90s fan. Okay, okay. I love it. It's like, I love oops, it. oops, I did it again. You'll, you'll be breaking down. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. I love it. That's amazing. Um, okay, last but not least, do you have a go-to either beauty, beauty regimen or product or thing that you love that makes you feel so, so good? Um, honestly, I'm trying to really be natural and I just um, use, you know, lotions and creams that have a lot of moisture in it and use sunscreen. Protect your skin against those really, really harmful um, sun rays. Yes. If you, you heard it here from Micah, wear sunscreen. The natural beauty. Yeah. And natural. Yes, be natural. Well, Micah, tell everyone how they can keep in touch with you, how they can find you, so that when they listen to this episode and totally fall in love with you, that they know how to keep in touch. Sure. So I think the probably easiest way is LinkedIn. It's just my name, Micah Comstrom, which probably isn't easy for you to spell, but um, I think you can you can just read it, you know, from the cover of the podcast. Uh, and then my email address is uh, just as easy, micacomstill at gmail.com. Magical. Well, on behalf of the entire Women in Fitness Association family, thank you for being our guest today on the Week of Waves podcast. And we will see you out there in the world changing it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, ladies. Talk to you soon. Uh-huh. Wefa Waves is brought to you by, actually, this is an opportunity. Right now, WIFA Waves is offering commercial spots to your organization. Contact us at askwefa at womeninfitness.org and let's share your platform with our audience.